Welcome to EGN Conversations. This is Nick Johnson, and I will be speaking with business leaders from a wide range of industries on hot and trending topics. Enjoy the podcast. Good morning and welcome to EGN Conversations. This is Nick Johnson, and with us today we have Ash Pujari from SAP. Welcome, Ash. Thank you for inviting me. How are you today? I'm feeling fantastic. It's another normal day. Excellent, Ash. And uh, you must have then adapted to a new working life we have now around the circuit breaker. How are you doing with that? Well, um, as I mentioned, it's a normal day, right? And uh, we all discuss the new normal uh, that keeps popping up. If you remember, we were on a call with EGN the other day, and everyone seemed as if they were in a conference room. So um, the first week was a bit difficult, not because, well, you know, uh, for me, I have been used to working from home. Um, it's because of my a lot of my colleagues who are doing it for the first time. So they were filling up my calendars, and it suddenly became a 16-hour day. Second week onwards, I decided to press the reset button. And we said, I need time for my fitness. I need time for my family and, and work will happen. So it has worked out great for me. I still give one hour of fitness time to myself. I take my dog out for a walk. I wake up at the same time every day. Uh, and I'm here for a good amount of customer meetings. And the customers are also kind of adapting to this. So they are uh, happy to have uh, you know, online meetings. Uh, it's easier to get them sometimes. The sea levels earlier were so busy that it was difficult to get them. Now they're sitting at home, so they are willing to take my calls. So it's, uh, it's a good new norm. Um, and, and honestly, Nick, I don't see this go away. Um, we, uh, even after the whole pandemic dies, I think remnants of this will remain. And uh, we will um, we'll see more of this kind of a lifestyle going forward. So I'm looking forward to that change as well. That is great, Ash. Some fantastic tips there on the work-life balance. Indeed, it's important to put some time self, uh, aside for ourselves before we start the day. And, but Ash, we have invited you today also because we know that we heard a lot about digital transformation initiatives in the last couple of years. And um, we wanted to ask you, how relevant is it in the context of supply chain? Oh, that's interesting. You are touching <laughs> my heart. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, digital transformation has been in vogue for a very long time. And we all know that, right? I mean, we, uh, once the corporations decided to do away with manual processes and started to convert data, uh, sitting in physical files to bits and bytes, the journey of the whole journey of digitization and all that had already started. However, only in the past uh, few years, the real digital transformation journey uh, has really, really kicked in. So with technologies like, uh, you know, Internet of Things, machine learning, artificial intelligence, uh, RPA, deep learning, advanced analytics, you just name it. There's so many new technologies that have come up. All of these have moved out from a POC or proof of concept stage to a real production kind of stage now. And, you know, with the t in terms of scale, security and intelligence and and in. In a lot of uh, organizations, the, the think tanks are now saying, okay, this is the time to unlock these innovation uh, in terms of defining new business processes, new business models, et cetera. And this is more prevalent in the supply chain area than any other area. 
companies I talk to no more use, uh, you know, the excuse of technology being an inhibitor in their art of the possible. They don't see their, you know, see their supply chains in silos anymore. So um, we are seeing this entire, um, you know, digital transformation in, in their whole spectrum of design to operate more and more from product design to manufacturing to um, to logistics to assets to define these common goals of um, you know productivity customer service sustainability all of that kind of in a total end to end holistic view so yes uh, we are seeing a lot of that happen um, in our part of the world as well interesting ashan what in your mind are three key uh, imperatives to drive a successful digital transformation then uh, great question again, uh, Nick. Um, so I have had, uh, based on my role uh, with SAP, I've had the privilege to witness some really large-scale digital transformation initiatives across APJ. And based on what I see, the three success criteria of digital transformation can be summed up, and this is in no particular order, uh, as A, education and awareness, B, ability to see the forest beyond the trees you are hacking, and C, choice of partnerships in this journey. Mm -hmm. So let me quickly elaborate. The first point of around readiness, right? Technology is evolving very fast and we all know that. The AI of today is way more advanced than what it was when I was an engineering student mm -hmm. or uh, even a decade ago when I was uh, putting AI in my uh, supply chain startup. Data ingestion, data management, analytics, RPA, all of these create endless possibilities. So if organizations can create a smart SWOT team that looks at these technologies and relates them to their own business or the industry they are in, uh, they can achieve a lot. Um, once this is done, it's important that they create a mechanism to, uh, to help permeate this uh, to the rest of the organization, to the key stakeholders, uh, and make them mentally prepared for what's this whole thing about the art of the possible. So this is very, very important because if you don't do that, you work in silos and you end up optimizing in silos. The second point um, is around seeing beyond what the eye can see, right? Um, and uh, I'm sure some of you, you know, you or your friends play golf, right? When you stand at the tee box, sometimes you can't see the landing point of the ball. You see a water hazard, you see a bunch of trees, and you sort of imagine that, you know, if I hit it this way, I will land at this place. And that's what is needed when we talk about, um, you know, um, uh, digital transformation. So you have to be doing something very similar. You need to dream about the art of the possible and look beyond what you have known from the past. Um, so I'll give you an example. We are engaged with an Australian mi mining company who uses data-driven processes to define an initiative called Voice of the Asset they created an intelligent supply chain system that was driven by a predictive maintenance signal for their assets, which is worth billions of dollars, and the entire spare parts planning and execution rested on that whole program. And, uh, and yes, what it is uh, also key um, in the process of constantly looking at the forest is an identified leader in the organization, I think, um, with decision-making powers and blessings of the board, to never abandon the forest view. So that was point number two. The third point I mentioned was a choice of partners. This is important uh, since this 
in this fast-paced world of new processes, business models, and technology, one can't do it all. And we, we have all experienced that, right? You need to be smart about which companies in your ecosystem of suppliers, contract manufacturers, logistics partners, technology partners for software, for hardware, for services, program management partners, et cetera, et cetera, are brought into the program early. Uh, for a what is in it uh, that is clearly defined, then I have seen that the initial stumbling blocks get cleared and your success is sort of uh, uh, more or less guaranteed. Mm. And as you already touched on it, but basically I can sense that companies are really torn between all these new adapting technologies at the moment. And it's really hard for them to decide which is the right strategy to go for. So what, in your opinion, is the correct approach? So I, I, I've already touched on this, as you rightly said. So I promise to keep my answer short on this. There is uh, absolutely no one shoe fits all in the area of digital transformation mm -hmm. approach. Mm -hmm. As long as you adhere to the success criteria that I discussed earlier, you can carve out your crawl to walk, uh, walk to run, and run to sprint program very effectively. Time is of right. essence here. And once your vision is solidified, work with your chosen partners to help define the journey. Often companies uh, embark upon both, uh, both of these things simultaneously. While the new technologies are used to optimize and drive business benefits in certain pockets of the organization, a mm. fundamental end-to-end -end, um, uh, digital transformation program is instituted, and that is key. Great. And do you have any concluding comments on digital transformation in the Asian context? Are we ready for this in Asia? Well, I think we are more than ready, uh, simply because uh, we were late in our initial uh, automation and uh, initial uh, adoption of IT. So we have leapfrogged um, the Western world when it comes to adoption of new technologies, cloud, embracing the cloud, et cetera. So we are, I think, uh, quite ahead. Uh, I have seen a lot of use cases, real production use cases coming out of Asia that have never been uh, seen in the Western world. And uh, within SAP, we are sort of taking that across to the Western world, to our customers there. So. It, in conclusion, basically, let me reiterate that there is absolutely no better than uh, time than now to embark upon a digital transformation journey in APJ. Because the technology is ready, cloud infrastructure is robust and secure, machines have become more intelligent, talent is available locally, and partners are hungry for local success. On top of that, as we all know, the pandemic has forced most CEOs and the C-levels, including chief supply chain officers, to design resilient supply chains as part of their business continuity planning. So put a stake in the ground and get started now. Excellent. That's some fantastic advice there from Ash Pujari with SAP who joined us this morning at EGN Conversation. Thank you, Ash. My pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for listening to EGN Conversations. This is Nick Johnson. Please follow me on LinkedIn to get the latest updates on EGN Conversations.